Billy, as you get into the final five or six weeks here of the regular season, what, what, what as a GM are you looking for to try to make this team as good as you can to get to the finish line in first place? Um, just trying to preserve as much depth as we can, um, really evaluate, you know, what maybe, you know, catcher three, catcher four looks like, infielder, you know, five and six look like and, and, and really manage that because it's very difficult to go outside and, and do anything right now. You're subject just to, you know, waiver wire um, type transaction. So uh, you're really managing the depth. Um, and then you can start to look um, at some some players perhaps in some alternative roles. And then it, it, as you do that, um, you know, you can uh, allow for a little bit of creativity and maybe putting somebody in a little different position, um, you know, to see if uh, there's, a, you know, uh, you know, an, an extra layer of optionality for yourself. How much is the, the options as far as sending pitchers and even position players back and forth only up to five times this year, how much has that impacted your moves that you've been making throughout this season? Um, well, it hasn't um, impacted anything thus far, uh, but it has been something that we've had to stay aware of. Uh, and, you know, my hat's off to, you know, our player personnel group and our uh, analytics group to identify some players that, that we've been able to do that with um, regularly. So if we didn't have the options of Lopez and Medinas and Nogaseks and, and guys like that that have done that a number of times this year, we would have been in a little different um, or a little bit more difficult spot. So having a number of candidates that we felt comfortable with allowed us to continue to operate in that in that fashion. Rosters are going to re-expand to 28 players pretty soon. Obviously, uh, another pitcher will be allowed. But what for a position player, the extra position player, what type of player makes sense to you? A, a third catcher, a, a fast guy on the bench? What, what type of player are you looking to add? Um, how about a third catcher that can steal a base late in the game? <laughs> they got that one out there. Um, now it's a it's a really good question because then it's a question we haven't uh, we've asked. Um, we're not at a point where we have to make a decision yet, but we're kind of uh, laying out all the considerations for that. And so that will be um, something that we discuss. Is it a third catcher? Is it an extra infielder? Is it an extra outfielder? That's going to be uh, something that, that, that we'll discuss. I, I probably would tell you it probably will not be a, a backup DH. Um, so it's probably going to be somebody that can uh, provide some utility in the field. As you look around the league and you see the teams between 75 and, and 80 wins, they've all got huge division leads except for the Mets. How much frustration do you, do you let seep in knowing how well the team has played but you just can't put away the division yet? Um, I haven't really thought about it until you ask, ask the question. <laughs> I, we show up every day just focused on us. All right, if we do what we do, um, that's all that matters. Um, so if you make everything all about us uh, and about the Mets, then I think you're just in a better you're in a better headspace, you know, day in and day out. What are your thoughts on on Degrom to this point, and and not only how he's looked, but how how to manage his innings and his workload to to make sure you have him for the most important games later on? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, a lot of it's driven by uh, his feedback uh, and how uh, how he's responding day to day on things. Um, but you know, ultimately, like we you know have a team here in place and can and can look at some things objectively uh, and two strength strength assessments and, and get a sense of you know how much fuel is in his fuel tank so um, very very happy with where he's at and love watching him pitch so those are uh, that's been a, a welcome addition when you think about the, what the bullpen looks like now compared to what it could look like later you've got McGill coming back soon you've got Drew Smith coming back soon and however Peterson fits what are some things that you want to 
see line up when you get toward the finish line as far as what the bullpen looks like? Um, you know, we just we want to be able to provide options for Buck and options to, to match up in certain situations. Um, and so, uh, you know, whether it's adding, um, you know, another left-hander, whether it's adding a right-hander that has a little different look to him um, or a little different components to his pitch characteristics, you know, we just need to, you know, be open-minded all. I asked Buck yesterday, I'll ask you today, you, you've got your own Yankee ties here and you uh, worked alongside Brian Cashman for a while. What's it like for you to, to come here as on the other New York team and, and be head-to-head with Cashman and the people that you know on the Yankee side? Uh, I mean, it, it's it's nice to see a lot of old friends and, and say hi. Um, but, you know, when uh, when we're in this mode and we're in, you know, a mode where we're trying to compete, it, it really doesn't matter who kind of is on the other side. We're just going to – we're focusing on us. We want to go out and play a good baseball game. Um, and uh, there's plenty of time <laughs> when we're not, you know, head-to-head uh, where we can catch up and, uh, you know, uh, exchange pleasantries. All right, the GM of the Mets, Billy Epler, thanks a lot for your time. Yep, thank you.